0: The value of your product doesn't lie in how much content there is. It comes from how quickly or easily or enjoyably you can get them the result that they want. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 506. This is day three of the five days to clarity on your winning digital product idea. Day one, we looked at what is the problem that you are potentially solving or what are the problems you can solve With a digital product like an online course or a membership or a group program. And then yesterday in day two, we looked at who is that really specific person or that really specific group of people that you are solving this problem for today, day three, we are looking at the how, how can you best solve their problem? The, the how is not an online course. The how is not an ebook. The how is not. Uh, membership. Tomorrow we will look at whether your digital product will be a course or a membership or a program or an ebook or a template or any other kind of digital product. Tomorrow we will look at that in day four. But today we're looking at the how and the how is how you solve the problem or deliver the transformation. In day one of this series, I talked a little bit about how a successful digital product doesn't come from you knowing more or teaching the most or delivering the most value by including as much content as you can. And I talked about how you don't have to be unique in the idea that you are creating, but that it's important to have some kind of unique flavor in your execution. And one way that you can add that uniqueness is in how you are solving their problem. So I have a question for you to think about. How can you get your customers the result that they want quicker, easier, or more enjoyably than your competitors? How can you get your customers the result that they want quicker, easier, or more enjoyably than your competitors? For example, I'm going to talk about my podcast launch plan as an example. Again, I talked about this in day one. And where, pod, where the podcast launch plan teaches somebody how to launch a podcast, it's not unique. There are so many other programs out there that teach somebody to launch a podcast. But where the podcast launch plan is unique is in the execution. Where all of the other podcasting courses and programs have lots of theory, they have lots of long videos, the podcast launch plan is literally a step-by-step checklist, if you want, on how to launch a podcast. So it's unique in the execution. It's not for everybody because some people do want those lengthy videos. They do want maybe a community or group support. But for the people who just want to get their podcast off the ground in the quickest, easiest way possible, that's how I do it with the podcast launch plan. So how can you get your customers the result that they want? So how can you solve that problem for them or deliver that transformation for them in a way that is quicker or easier or more enjoyable than your competitors? It doesn't have to be all three, but we want to aim for at least one or two quicker, easier or more enjoyable. So once you have that problem that you've uncovered in day one, the problem that you are solving and the people you are solving it for. The next step is that how will you solve it? And it can be a framework. Maybe you'll put together your own framework or your own system or your own process. Uh, it can be that a framework, a system, a process that is yours. It becomes your signature framework, your signature process. It could also be a philosophy. So for example, uh, lo- let's look at losing weight as a transformation. You can teach it. You can teach somebody how to lose weight. By following a low carb diet, you can teach them how to lose weight by following a paleo diet. Both create that same outcome, but the philosophy is different. So maybe you have a signature philosophy that gets somebody the same outcome as all of your competitors do, but your philosophy is unique. It's different to how other people teach it, or it's something that you stand for that other people don't stand for it. And chances are that you already know what it is. You've just never thought of it before as a framework or a system or a philosophy. Now, maybe after the last two days, you found that you've generated way too many ideas and you can't decide which one to go with, which one to create first. So the first thing I want to say is that it's really important to focus on just one idea at a time. The problem that I see so many online business owners, online entrepreneurs, encountering is that they can't stick with one idea long enough to see it through to execution. What tends to happen is you start creating one digital product. You think this this idea is the greatest idea ever. You start creating it and you generally, you get a few weeks in, maybe you get to about halfway through. And this idea that was once really exciting is now a little bit boring, a little bit stale. So then you think, oh, okay, I'm going to I don't like this idea anymore, but this other idea that I have, yeah, that's going to be the idea. And then you start creating that one. And the same thing happens. You get a couple of weeks in or you get about halfway through and that one starts to feel a bit boring as well. And then you start with the next idea and you end up with all of these things that you've started, but nothing you've finished. And if if it sounds like I'm talking to you, please don't feel... Don't feel like I'm calling you out because I have a tendency to do this too. The thing that helps me big time is to remember that I can't help anybody with my half-finished ideas and my half-finished ideas can't generate any income in my business either. So you will always have so many ideas. The best place to start is just finishing one. See it through to completion. Let it start to help people. Let it start to bring income into your business first, because once you have that one product that's bringing income into your business, that income you can then go and reinvest and you can hire support to help you execute the next idea. And it becomes easier and easier to execute each idea. So when you have too many ideas, how can you decide which one to start with first? The first thing to consider is, okay, which is the lowest hanging fruit right now? Maybe you've already got something that is three quarters of the way complete, or maybe there's something that, you know, you could get created and get out there in just a couple of weeks. Whatever is going to be the easiest to create first, that's your lowest hanging fruit. That could be your potential first idea to go with. The next thing to consider is if your ideal customer has a lot of different problems that you can solve for them, which problem needs solving? first? Which problem do they need to have solved first before you can go and solve the next problem for them? For example, if you are a, um, let's look at the weight loss coaching example again. If you are somebody who teaches somebody how to lose weight, the potential problems that you can solve is firstly, you can help them to lose weight. And then the second problem you can help them to solve is to maintain the weight once they have lost it but you can't necessarily teach somebody to maintain the weight once they've lost it until they've actually lost the weight first. So in that case, the losing weight problem needs solving first before you can teach them how to maintain the weight that they have lost. The next thing to consider is which is the most urgent problem for them to solve? Is there one problem that you've brainstormed That is really causing your ideal customer so much pain right now and they just need to make it go away as quickly as possible. Because if you have one of those, it's like a real, you know, it's a stone in their shoe that's become really, really painful right now. Solve that one first if you can. And then the last one to think about is which one would bring in the most cash? Because if you are in a position where your business needs a hit of cash flow, Launching a twenty dollar digital product is not really going to solve that problem unless you have a massive audience and you can sell hundreds or thousands of it, which probably I'm guessing you don't if you're having those cash flow issues. If we think about how you can generate a thousand dollars, it's much easier to sell a hundred dollar product to ten people than it is to sell a ten dollar product to a hundred people so thinking about, okay, which offer is going to bring in the most cash right now? If you are in that position where you need to bring in cash urgently, that might be your important thing for prioritizing your idea to launch first. So we're looking at what is the lowest hanging fruit, which problem needs solving first, which is the most urgent, and which would bring in the most cash. Brains or answer all four of those. And then based on the answers to that, Which one feels right to you to launch first? Which one do you think you need to launch first? Because there's not going to be a correct answer for which one to launch first. But those four questions should help you to figure out which one you need to launch first. Okay, so once you've decided which one you are going to launch first, I want you to brainstorm what your problem-solving statement is. And a problem-solving statement is really quite simple. This product helps X to achieve Y by Z. So for example, this product helps business owners to launch their digital products with my 12-week signature framework. So this product helps who to achieve what by whatever your process for achieving that is. So that is your action item for today, is to identify how you will best solve the problem. Is it a framework? Is it a system? Is it a philosophy? What is it? How do you do it? And then write that one sentence. This product helps whoever it is that you're helping, whatever you did in um, day two, to achieve whatever the outcome or solve whatever that problem is with your whatever that framework or that process is. So we're bringing together everything we've looked at in day one, day two, and day three together so far. All right, the takeaways from today's episode. Firstly, the value of your product doesn't lie in how much content there is. It comes from how quickly or easily or enjoyably you can get them the result that they want. It's not about proving how much you know or trying to make them believe that you are the expert in your topic. This is something I notice a lot, especially with people who are feeling a lot of imposter syndrome, is they tend to think of their digital product as something where they need to prove to their audience that they are qualified, that they know enough about it. So by doing that, they then go and jam in as much content as they can to prove that it's valuable. And the final takeaway is that you don't need to create a big, all-encompassing signature course to achieve a successful income stream. It can be something that is smaller. It doesn't have to be that signature course first. And to remember, if you have too many ideas, choosing between the lowest hanging fruit, which problem needs solving first, which is the most urgent, and which would bring in the most cash. Answer those four questions, and that should help to illuminate which idea you need to work on first. That is it for today's episode. If you have any friends who you think would benefit from this five-day, five-part series, do let them know about this show. You can do that by clicking the share button and copying the link to share with them there. And if you haven't already followed this podcast, hit the plus button on Apple Podcasts or the follow button in Spotify to make sure that you don't miss tomorrow's day four episode when it's released and every other episode when it's released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.